This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's your turn. It's my turn. I'm... Hello, this is Megan. Hello, this is Greetings of the day. Greetings (laughs) and salutations. (laughs) It reminds me of Little Women. (laughs) Why? I don't know. It just makes me think... Because it's like an old-fashioned word. Salutations. Salutations. This is Witch's Magic Murder Mystery. The podcast. Not Little Women. Not Little Women. But we probably could reenact it. I mean, my name is Meg. Just call me Mormy. Uh, Mormy. <laughs> Beth, Joe, Meg, mm-hmm. and... Oh, what's her other, the other one? Amy. Yeah. Anyway. Hi. Hey. <laughs> um, this podcast has absolutely nothing to do with Little Women or literature. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm not good at any of those. <laughs> Megan is, but... I like the literature... She does like that. She's good at the literature. <laughs> so we're here today with, I have another local story. It's exciting. Yay. Yeah, I love it. And it's a mystery. We're here for it. This is a local Louisville story. Louisville. Let's have a discussion about Louisville and how you Louisville, say it. Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. 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 Yeah. I say Louisville. I say Louisville. Well, that's how, that's because we're from yeah. Kentucky and we know how it works. Yeah. Do you all know how it works? Yeah. A lot of you do. I know a lot of you are Kentucky people, but that's how it's, that's how you say yeah. it. Louisville. <laughs> Louisville. Louisville. Don't pay attention to how it's spelled. Don't worry about no. it. No. Like Versailles. No, yeah. Don't go there. I love it when Siri is like, Versailles. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's Versailles. Take a step back, yeah. Siri. Just settle down, Siri. <laughs> um, Versailles. Okay. Yep. So Louisville. Here right? we are. So, let me tell you a story. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Um, On April 23rd, 2016. Okay, so not long ago. Not long ago. Mm -hmm. David Nee of Ohio and his girlfriend, 26-year-old Raquel Bain, took a three-hour drive to Louisville, Kentucky. They were planning to go to Waverly Hills. Oh. They had tickets for a guided tour. Oh. Which someday we're going to do a big episode on Waverly Hills. While there. Yes. No. Let's all go. Yeah. When COVID's over, let's all meet up. Someday when we're able to do those things, we should definitely all go. Yes. That'd be so freaking fun. All five of us. (laughs) The two of us and our three listeners. No, I'm just kidding. We have a lot. It's really exciting. We're really proud of you all for sticking with us. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're proud of you for listening. (laughs) Um, David had a degree in criminal justice. And at the time, he was in the middle of an application process to begin works as a corrections officer. Okay. And Raquel was the mother of a one-year-old son, and she mm-hmm. was, oh no, also a surgical assistant at a Dayton hospital. Look at her. Where she was known as Rocky. Oh, I love it. I do too. In high school, she was known for being gutsy, and like her, one of her friends told a story about how they would go car surfing, which I'm what? just like, absolutely not. Um, and she was one of the first of their crowd to go car surfing. My God. Can you, I didn't know people actually did that no. outside of the movies. Yeah. Apparently in Ohio, they do. Y'all are getting weird. Y'all go car surfing. 
Which has to be what it sounds like, right? If I'm assuming so. If you've been car surfing and you have pictures or it didn't happen, you need to DM us. <laughs> oh, my God. Taking pictures of somebody while they're car surfing. Um, they called her fearless, which clearly Obviously had to have been. She was. she was also known for her artistic pursuits of music, poetry, oh. and art. Yeah. I love Rocky. And she was a really warm person. They said she was known for inviting any outcast to join their group of popular unpopulars. Oh. I know. So she and David had known each other for six months, and they'd been dating for about a month. He said that he loved her sense of adventure, and so when she had the idea to go to Louisville for this paranormal yeah. thing, he was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. So you kind of get the sense of, like, who she was. She's right. this, like, really exciting, outgoing, fun, yeah. warm person, fun to be around. Do it all. Yeah. I have never met anyone with so much fire, he said about her. She was a bird who couldn't be caged. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, on the way, so on their drive down, Raquel suggested a detour she had discovered on the internet. Oh, man. So. She's um, been Googling. Here's what she discovered. In Louisville, Kentucky, there's a trestle bridge on the Norfolk Southern Railway, which passes over Pope Leak Creek. Creek. <laughs> creek. <laughs> As my papa would say, the creek. Y'all been playing in that creek lately, haven't you? <sighs> so it is said to be the home of one of the most dangerous mythical creatures in America, Ooh. the Popelick monster. Okay. And it's sometimes called Louisville's goat man or sheep man. Oh. So if you hear me call it's it. It's the devil. It's, yeah, it's just a really horrible creature. I'm going to refer to it as any three of those names. I'm always talking about the same thing. According to a short film from the 80s called The Legend of the Popelick Monster... The public monster has been around for at least three generations, oh. but we're not entirely sure where it came from. Hmm. So there's lots of explanations for what it is exactly. Uh, according to the Sierra Club, the public monster is a circus freak from the late 19th century who escaped when lightning struck the circus train oh. as it crossed over the creek and it left him as the sole survivor. Oh, that's my favorite because it's the most like cinematic answer. Yeah. Okay. In 2014, local historian David. Something Domine, 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 told Louisville's Wave News that the Goatman, public monster, was born from a deal with the devil. According to him, the Goatman arose as a tale of a local farmer back in the day. He tortured a herd of goats for Satan and signed a contract with him and forfeited his soul. In the process, he was converted into this terrible creature that was sent to live under the trestle. That the sounds like old troll under the bridge. It sounds like a bad like B horror movie. Yeah. No, so, that's the, I smell the blood of an Englishman. That's, that's okay. One. That's a giant. <laughs> it's the opposite of a troll. He's in the beanstalk. Yes. <laughs> Not trolls. Maybe Different the troll lived legend. under the beanstalk. <laughs> Different, less scary legend. I don't know. He ate, didn't he eat people? I don't know. I don't know. I thought no, I could only day. picture the Mickey Mouse version and it, it, he seemed oh, no, really he sweet in that one. He didn't eat people yeah. in that one. No. Okay. Okay. Other origin stories of the beast include a local farmer becoming much too familiar with his goat. Stop it. That's a whole different kind of movie. Stop it, stop it. <laughs> Other stories had the beast being an old chemist. Okay, oh. I only saw this mission once, but I included anyway. An old chemist who became a recluse after his face was horribly burned in an explosion. Uh-huh. And the last one I found was just a strange hermit living in an old shack. That's <laughs> just no answer. It's just like, it's just that old guy, the weird looking guy the up on the bridge. The weird man that throws cans at you if you walk too close yes. to his house. <laughs> so the monster has the body of a man uh-huh. and the lower torso of a goat or a sheep. His legs are really muscular and they're covered in coarse, dark hair. Mm. His face is super white with wide set eyes, a hooked nose, oh. and short horns protruding from its forehead. 
He has long, greasy hair, the same color as the fur on his legs. So he's like Thomas from Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. Okay, I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> I know. We're done. I'm done. Guys, I'm leaving. See ya. And, and that's the end of the podcast. We're, Thank you for listening. We broke up. <laughs> Goodbye. We broke up. Goodbye. 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 Um, I'm back. <laughs> I'm staying. And we're reunited. What a great story. Oh, 10 second rebound, right? So, <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it. But I believe you. If you say that that's what it looks like, then yeah. that's what it looks like. Okay. So picture whatever Kara just said. Yep. Some say the goat man uses hypnosis or some sort of siren call to lure people oh. onto the train tracks. And they're hit by oncoming trains. In other stories, he so drops he's a down. siren now, too? Yes. Okay. He's lots of things. Okay. Because in other stories, he drops down onto passing cars from within <gasps> the trestles. With and his then, hooves? That's going to leave some damage. Yes. Okay. There's also talk that he can mimic familiar voices to <gasps> lure people up to the tracks. Mm. And if all else fails, he kills victims with a rusty bloodstained axe. Huh? It's like... Because <laughs> the devil gave it to him? Let's just... Poor, well, that depends on which origin story you believe. Yeah, that's true. But let's just, how many legends can we combine into one? Let's I, just make it into one yeah. legend. Okay. Right. David and Raquel headed to the trestle. They took their detour, and uh, they went to search for the infamous Pope Lick monster. Okay. When I saw that bridge, the thing looked so rickety, David said, I thought it was out of service. When viewed from a distance, the skinny and rusted trestle certainly looks like it couldn't possibly still be in use. It was built in the late date late 1800s, and it rises 90 feet above Pope Lick. It spans a distance of 772 feet, and much of this is covered by fields, brush, and small trees. The trestle has no railings and no places to hide mm, no. from oncoming trains. No, no this all sounds No, terrible. I don't like heights. Um, mm-hmm. Photos mm-hmm. taken at the top show the gleaming rails stretching off into the distance with only a few feet of black-brown railroad ties on each side. Mm. Then there's only space and an abrupt nine-story drop. Ooh. Yeah, I don't like... I don't like, I don't like um, heights either. No. The couple spotted the large no trespassing signs and a fence topped with barbed wire, but there was a discernible path easily bypassing it and leading up a rock and dirt path to the top of the trestle. So they got up there, and by the time they spotted the oncoming train bearing down the railroad trestle at over 30 miles an hour, <sighs> they had nowhere to go. Yeah. They hadn't heard it coming, and now it was about 40 feet away from them and quickly closing the gap. David uh, was... <laughs> David. David. Ew, David. <laughs> he was a six foot one martial arts instructor who regularly lifts weights and he shifted right into survival mode. So he immediately like jumped over the side, grabbed the metal edge of the trestle with both arms and one leg and left his other leg dangling. Mm-hmm. And then he just held on for dear life because as the train is going by, right. it was vibrating. And apparently the train came so close to him that it left a mark on his arm. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I would die, he said. I thought I was going to get out of the way and I was hoping she would be okay. But she wasn't. The train struck Raquel and knocked her 80 feet to the ground. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fire officials found her body in a grassy field shortly before sunset. She was pronounced dead at the scene and with the coroner citing blunt trauma from the train strike and the fall. Oh. Her death, the coroner said, is the first to be explicitly tied to the Goatman legend. Although there are others, and I'll tell you about those in a bit. But I think what they mean is this is the first one yeah. that we, where we know they went there for this for reason. For this particular yeah. reason. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Later, David would say, it sounds so stupid. What are you doing up on a train track? But we are not stupid people. And that's at the point that I was researching this. And I was just like, yeah. Like, I'm not a stupid person. Yeah. But I could totally see myself being like, I, I don't know go, if I would have done this. I want to go investigate this. Yes. I don't think I would have done this because I'm too afraid well, of you're heights. You're not anticipating a giant ass train coming towards no. you. And it looks like there's several mentions in the articles I read where they talk about like, yeah, nobody thinks. Like people yeah. who don't live around there right. look at this and they think it's not still operational. Right. Because more often than not, even around here, well, I'll see railroad tracks and I'm like, I have no idea if, if there's anything yeah. comes here or not anymore. Yeah. To a certain kind of young adventurer, the legend of the Pope Lick monster is irresistible. Denise Harris, a Louisville local, said her nieces and nephews have climbed the trestle looking for the beast. The goat man, when they climb up on the trestles and they cross it, she said, he's supposed to come out. And although the trestle is old, it's still very much in use. That movie that I mentioned earlier, um, when it came out in 1988, representatives for the Norfolk Southern Train Company feared it would erode the safety efforts Ooh. in place to keep people off of the trestle. So I'll tell you a little bit more about that. Ooh. But they do have lots of warning signs and there's a fence, you know. Mm-hmm. But even with all of that, there's been several accidents and deaths and... They assume. Yeah. I think they kind of assume anybody up there, that's why they're there. Yeah. Because why else would you be up there? Right. For that reason, the Popelik monster holds the tragic distinction of being one of the most dangerous mythical animals in North America. While we can't agree on the creature's origins or methods, here's what we do know. A lot of people have jumped the fence in order to try and spot the creature, and they end up hurt or dying on or under the bridge while doing so. Oh, man. Those railroad tracks are still in use, so people will be struck by oncoming trains or oh they God. fall off the bridge while climbing the trestles. No one, of course, has ever seen the beast. Mm-hmm. Um, that would only get in the way of the myth, you know? Right. Psychological studies tell us that such myths or urban legends are often rooted in some long-forgotten basis in fact. So who knows if, like, a yeah. long time ago, three generations ago, yeah. somebody saw some weird whatever right. up there. Right. Exaggerated stories are repeated so often they begin to seem true. Facing the public monster and even walking across his trestle became a teenage rite of passage in the area, particularly during Halloween. It was notably popular among high school students from nearby Jeffersontown, but other high schools and even local colleges were known to have kids who, like, just, it was just the thing you yeah. did. And, yeah. like, you know, in Lancaster, where I grew up, there was, like, stuff that we did, too. Like, right. there's a whole section of town that's kind of abandoned, and it's like, yeah, you go out there, and you, oh, yeah. you go through those houses, mm-hmm. and it's spooky, and it's just to scare yourself. Oh, yeah. And you never think about... An old man living in that house that's half goat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With an axe and a, and a siren yeah, voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, to quote longtime Fisherville resident Martha Williams, there would just be mobs of kids out there near the trestle and climbing up on it. Oh it used God. to be a favorite thing to do. The boys would con the girls into it, and most of the ones that came out here weren't locals because the locals knew better. Yeah. There is a common misconception that the trestle is abandoned and no longer used. In reality, the bridge carries a major rail artery into Louisville. Heavy freight trains cross the bridge several times a day, so it's easy for someone to get caught on top of it while an oncoming um, train is coming down towards them. 
The Norfolk Southern Railway has urged citizens not to climb the trestle, saying if caught, they would be arrested. Oh. The trestle has been home to tragedy more than once. In February 1987, Jack Charles Baum II, a seven—that's mm-hmm. a very important name. Yes, a 17-year-old Spalding University student was struck and killed by a train while walking on the trestle. In May of 1987, 19-year-old David Wayne Bryant died of injuries suffered a year earlier when he jumped from the trestle to avoid getting hit by a train. Mm. In November 2000, Nicholas Jewell of Mount Washington—he was 19—he died after falling from the trestle. My gosh. Four friends who were with him told police that he had attempted to cross the trestle and was about halfway across when a freight train approached. Oh. I just can't imagine the terror. Police said that Jewel had moved to the side and attempted to hold on to a railroad tie, but the train's vibration eventually shook him off. Oh, my gosh. I just can't. No. Um, So I told you about that that movie, The Legend of the Public Monster. Yeah. It was shot at the trestle by Louisville native and independent film producer Ron... Mm. <laughs> Why do I every time? Every time you get the net because you do mana. S C H I L D K N E C H T. Shilknick. 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 Okay. Shilknick. That sounds great. <laughs> That's it. That's whatever you just did. The movie, which quickly drew anger from parents and railroad officials because they thought it would draw more teenagers to the site. Of course, it just like, right. makes it more popular. In the movie, there was a kid caught on the trestle and hung from a railroad tile, railroad tie to survive, which they said is a physical impossibility. Mm-hmm. So it kind of glorifies the whole thing. Right. Because railroad officials were worried that the film would add to the death toll, the Norfolk Southern Railroad issued a statement read at the movie's premiere warning both of the trestle's danger and that anyone caught on it would be prosecuted. Soon after the movie's debut at the Louisville Uptowns Theater um, and the death of the teenagers, police security increased. They put up a tall chain-link security fence at the base of the trestle and danger signs and private property and keep off. Like, they're doing everything they can to be like, don't do this. Yeah, don't don't climb here. And later, someone would paint JC, I love and miss you um, Um, across the concrete base in tribute to that first one I mentioned, Jack Charles Baum II. The second. So most recently, in May of 2019, 15-year-old Savannah Bright was at the trestle with friends when a train hit her and another girl. She was pronounced dead at the scene. A year earlier, her father had told his daughter to stay away. He's like, I explained to her that there's this legend. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's not true. Don't give it any thought. Don't go up there because it's a no-win scenario. And she went Uh, anyway. Which is really, she was 15. This is just last year. My God. Um, Hugh McCormack, the manager of special investigations for the railroad's police department, said the area is one of the only places he knows that has such an alluring angle to it. I can't think of another area. It's something you'd have to say is special to the Louisville area where it's become such a story they want to follow it. Mm. They have to realize they can't come on private property search for anything. The only way to be on our property is if you're with us. And he works to educate people about the dangers of trespassing on railroads, saying that people can be cited or arrested on a misdemeanor mm-hmm. if they are found at the, trespa- at, the, at the trestle. Oh, my God. So while there are signs that read no trespassing on the fences around the railroad, the signs are hard to see at night. Yeah. And um, the local news station also found part of the fence bent back in a position far enough for people to get in. Oh. So. You would think they'd put more money into protecting the area. It says that, like, 
they were like the loss the the railroad says mm-hmm. the loss of lives on the track is concerning but there have been no major changes to the safety of the track jeez it's extremely stressful especially to our engineer and conductor on those trains right um mccormack said yeah like, can you oh, imagine being that oh god you have to see it and you know what's going to happen and there's nothing <gasps> you, you can't can do. stop it you can't stop it no they try to do everything they can to let people know they're coming through, trying to let people understand they can't stop fast. Yeah. There are at least two signs warning visitors that it is an active train trestle, as well as a fence blocking entryway, which I've probably said about 30 times. Right. Um, so just as a warning, you guys, there is an eight-foot fence with chains, bolts, and keep-out signs to keep everyone off. Don't go there. Yeah, don't. <laughs> it's not It's not safe. worth it. So I feel like... Um, that's the whole thing with the story is like at this point you've got to know you've got you have to have heard yeah. the stories you know the danger yeah. of going up there and people have died right but it's almost like the fact that people have died just makes it more alluring yeah and so how do you <laughs> yeah. yeah well and it's probably not haunted by this ghost man it's haunted by all these people that have died there right so it's not that the the public monster is dangerous it's just that the story itself yeah. is so dangerous and that's like it's what's made it. That's why they call it the it's most thrilling. dangerous creature. Yeah. It just makes it worse. Oh my god! So like, how if the allure is the fear part, right? That only adds to the fear right. part. So yeah. it just makes it. more. And people are like, "Oh, I can defeat this. Oh, I can." Or I've been there. Or yeah. I know somebody who's been there. Mm-hmm. And for it, especially to be something that's been around for three generations, it's almost like my dad went there mm-hmm. and his dad went there. Yeah. And- Papal says this about it. Yeah. Oh, so that's that's the story of the Popelik monster. Um, don't listen to his siren voice. <laughs> don't don't be lured up there, you guys. Don't. Just, he's not calling to you. He is not. That's a train. That's, that's a, a train. train whistle that you hear. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrifying. Oh my god. So you're welcome. Thanks, Popelik monster. Yeah. Woo! All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks so much. This week and every week. That was a short and sweet little tale we had for you. Yeah, we're just trying to recover from poor <laughs> Sylvia. We're still we're still upset <laughs> from two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm bringing it back my next episode. It's fine. Okay, yeah. Kara's got a real awful story for you coming it's up. Good. It's fine. Uh, okay, thanks for listening. Yeah. Share us with your friends. Yeah. Look us up on Instagram. Give us, good, give us great reviews. Give us the best reviews because you love us. So. You can find <laughs> us at Which Is Magic Murder Mystery on Instagram. On Instagram, yep. and if you have your own local stories from Kentucky or otherwise, you can email Please email us Which Is Magic Murder Mystery at gmail.com. Perfect, perfect. Okay. Or DM us. It's fine. Do whatever you want. Do whatever. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>